You're listening to Sportsnet Today with Logan Gordon on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. All right, we've been talking all show long, getting you set for the Flames and the Nashville Predators tonight. It is game two of this four-game road trip for the Flames. Stops in Philly and Chicago still to come. Started it off with a nice 3-1 win over Minnesota. Another 6 o'clock start tonight, so 5 o'clock. Flames warm up with Pat Steinberg. 6 o'clock, Flames hockey live on Sportsnet 960. The fan with Derek Wills and Megan Mickelson. Flames have been hot of late. 5-2-2 in their last nine. Third lowest goals against in the NHL since December 12th. And a big reason for that, Jacob Markstrom. Expect him to get the start tonight in Nashville. It was an optional morning skate, so that's not confirmed. But why wouldn't you go back to Markstrom, who in his last six games, 4-2 record, 11 goals against, 1.85 goals against, a 9.36 save percentage with one shutout. 10-10-2 on the season. He's improved to a 9.07 save percentage and a 2.65 goals against in 22 starts this season. And it's been a tale of two seasons for Jacob. The start, not great. First eight starts, 1-6-1. One, one. Wondered if we were going to get the bounce back season from Jacob. His goals against was over three. His save percentage was under 900. His last 14 starts, so going back even further than the last six since coming back from injury, 9-4-1, that goals against down to a nice 2.43, and the save percentage up to 9-13. So Jacob Markstrom, no doubt, has been a big part of the Flames' winning ways of late, and it's led to a couple of interesting conversations, and one that I'm going to bring you in on the text line, if you're listening live at 960-960. We've talked, of course, about the pending UFAs as trade targets for other teams across the NHL, but some have begun to wonder, now that Jacob Markstrom has kind of returned to form, let's say, if there would be interest across the NHL in perhaps acquiring Jacob Markstrom from the Calgary Flames. Now, there's a couple of things you have to factor into this. One, would the Calgary Flames even be open to doing that? That's got to be the first question because that would leave you with a very young tandem of a Dan Vladar and Dustin Wolf. And I think it's fair to say that while Dustin has looked good in some NHL time this year, it's still, I think for the most part, an unproven quant- it's an unproven asset at the NHL level. And, you know, Dan Vladar has been good at times. I think he's been average at times for the Calgary Flames. So it would leave you with a pretty young goaltending tandem going forward. Now, if you're Team Tank, you would say, well, that's fine. If we're not going to be competitive in the next couple of years anyways, why do you need or want a number one goaltender who might be taking you further away from a better draft pick? But I would say that the other side of that argument insists that you know, perhaps mentoring and letting Dustin Wolf take his time to become a number one NHL goaltender under a uh, a proven number one in this league like Jacob Markstrom could help his development into a full-time NHL goaltender. So there's lots to weigh 
in this conversation. And the reason I bring it up is because I think there's a number of teams that are interesting when you talk about wanting to acquire a goaltender. Of course, there's a, a conversation about the team up the road in Edmonton, and they've been red hot of late, but do you trust their goaltending? There's a team out east with a GM that signed Jacob Markstrom to the current contract he's playing on in Calgary that has probably nothing but goaltending questions right now and Stanley Cup aspirations. Do the New Jersey Devils feel comfortable about their goaltending situation? Wouldn't Jacob Markstrom help a team like that out a whole lot? So I present to you the question, would you explore a trade for Jacob Markstrom if you are the Calgary Flames? If you're listening live, choose to text at 960-960. I would be hesitant on it. I certainly understand where the conversation has come from. Markstrom has looked so much better of late. He's looked a lot like the Jacob Markstrom that was here for the majority of his time in Calgary and a lot closer to the guy that was a runner-up for the Vezina Trophy uh, a couple of seasons ago. It it felt like last season was going to be a, a blip on the radar for him like it was for a lot of guys. I would be hesitant to move a guy like Markstrom. First of all, with the cap continuing to go up over the next couple of seasons, $6 million to me for a starting goaltender like Jacob Markstrom is a very, very small price to pay compared to some of the, the massive numbers that you've seen handed out to, to younger goaltenders and other proven starters in the league. And I, I do, and maybe you feel differently, I value the fact that Dustin Wolf could come up with a proven goaltender to carry the load and to help him along on the day-to-day of being an NHL goaltender. I don't want, I don't think that it's helpful for Dustin's development to jump into an NHL situation where he's going to have to play 40 or 50 games and that's expected to be his workload for the next 10 years. I think we've seen progression in his game this year with more NHL starts. I think he's going to get more as the year goes on, but you know, I think you want to add to that next year and perhaps the year after that. And hopefully he's in a spot to take the reins over from Jacob Markstrom in a couple years time. I, I think that's the way to go. I, I like Dan Vladar a lot. I still think he's sort of the odd man out in this conversation because I do think Dustin Wolf is, if not ready right now, then pretty damn close to being ready for a backup time and full time in the NHL. So it's a tough conversation to have, but when you have a great goaltending prospect, it's probably a good conversation to have. But the focus on Jacob Markstrom, for me at least, would be on retaining him. He has some control of the situation as well. You know, he's got a young family, just got married. Um, is he interested in, in picking things up and, and going to another organization for a couple of years as well? That has to be factored in. Uh, but it's a conversation that's picked up uh, the last couple of days here. Uh, some of your texts at 960-960. Uh, this one says, are you kidding me? He was one of the best goalies in the league just because the numbers didn't show it. Wake up and smell the coffee. I wasn't criticizing Markstrom, by the way. I was one of the uh, ones defending him last season. I didn't think the Flames were great defensively in front of him. I thought he had an off year. 
even earlier on this year, uh, I talked about those first eight starts where he went one, six, and one. Didn't put a lot of those games on him. Uh, the team was still learning a new defensive uh, concept, and I just think it didn't gel completely. I didn't have any problem with how Markstrom started the season. This is just more of a conversation because his play has picked up so much more over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Ryan in Calgary texts in says, you got to trade Markstrom. Definition of crazy is doing the same thing over and over again. Why don't you get some young guns back? Uh, this one says, Logan, yes, he's in the last two and a half years of his career. He's an aging goaltender and is now playing at the top of his game. Now would be the time to trade him to get assets for the future. Uh, This text says, if he's into it, I think absolutely you trade him. Uh, Matt Cochran says, get him out of here. Sign Macklin Celebrini. Uh, But jokingly, he says, really, though, I think you only move Markstrom if he requests it. Uh, I found Mike from the ranch saying, trade him yesterday. Retain 30%. Take advantage of teams while you can. Strike while the iron is hot. Uh, More of your texts here. Uh, This one says, I'd be for a Markstrom trade if it was an absolute home run for the Flames. Fair enough. Uh, Dylan, who is uh, always moderating our producers, uh, Cam Taylor texts in saying, Markstrom tends to have one good year, then one bad year. If you don't sell Markstrom right now, chances are next year you'll have a guy who's struggling and one year older. Likely not many takers for that, and you'll lose a lot of value. Asset management is key. And I think the age is an interesting one that Dylan brings up there as well. Um, Markstrom is obviously a veteran goaltender at this point in his career. And, and yeah, I think it's fair to assume that um, at 33 years old and soon to be 34 this month that you're going to you know start to factor in Jacob's age into uh, a lot of the conversations about him and how long it, it lasts in wherever, if there was a new destination, how much is, uh, you know, an acquiring team factoring that into what the return might be as well. Uh, this stick says, Logo, would you trade Vladar and Tanev to the Leafs for Samsonov, Lilligren, and Minton? Uh, would I trade Vladar and Tanev to the Leafs for Samsonov, Lilligren, and Minton? Um, hmm. I, I think I would do that deal. I think I like Minton and Lilligren enough to move Tanev. And as the text has in brackets, put Samsonov in the AHL. Um, I believe Samsonov's an expiring contract, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's done after this year, so you can cut ties with him to help make the money work. Lilligren's 24, pending RFA. Minton didn't have a great world juniors, but it's still probably pretty well thought of a 19 year old second round pick in 2022. I would say if, if the return, if you're talking about, you know, getting younger NHL ready ish bodies back in return, I I wouldn't mind that. I actually don't think that would be far off from what I do. Um, This one from Jimmy says, I I say keep Marky. If all of a sudden the team starts looking uh, good for the rest of the year and even next year, we don't know what we have in Wolf yet. We know what Marky is. Would be bad for a good team looking for a goalie. Also, Marky stated he loves Calgary. So does his wife. 
got married in Christmas in Banff. And yeah, and look, that's, uh, you know, part of this conversation too with Jacob is he's got to be willing to make this happen, right? He's, uh, he's got a full no move clause. So he's going to play a big factor in this. Maybe he says to you, yeah, I'm open to it, but I'm only open to going to team X, Y, Z. And maybe those teams aren't as in need of goaltending as others. Maybe those teams aren't willing to pay up as much as you want in return if you're Craig Conroy. So I think it's it's a conversation worth having, right? As I sit here and tell you, I think he'd be a great mentor for Dustin Wolf. He's got to be open to that. It's not, there's nowhere in his contract that says you have to be a good mentor to the goaltender that is going to take your job for the next 10 years in Calgary. It, it, it doesn't say that. While you would hope that's the case and he'd be a strong teammate and help, there's no guarantee that that happens or that that's something he's got an appetite for. And if he doesn't, I don't blame him. So you have to kind of have that conversation of, hey, Jacob, are you comfortable with Dustin Wolf coming up and you know the attention that he's going to get? Or should we have a conversation about your future and the next two years at your deal and you know, talk about if there's another spot that maybe you'd like to be in that, that helps both of us out. Cause that no move clause in his contract means that he's got a pretty heavy say in what's going to happen here down the future as uh, in the future as well. Uh, more on the text line here at nine, six, zero, nine, six, zero. Christian Copperfield uh, says this one, 110%. If he is okay with moving on, get assets that you can. He's at his peak right now. If he keeps as hot as he is, he's going to Kipper soft us into thinking we're a contender. Similar to Kipper, Markstrom play hides some of our defensive issues. That's not far off. And while I think the defensive issues have certainly uh, gotten better than they were at the beginning of the year, yeah, Markstrom has, in my mind, kind of played, you know, to that that level of maybe covering up some of those defensive mistakes. I don't think you're wrong on that, Chris. I think that's how good he's been uh, lately for the Calgary Flames. I don't know that he's going to go on a run that puts them in a playoff spot or catapults them like Mika did, but uh, he's certainly playing well enough that uh, it certainly makes you think. Uh, What else we got here? Jose in Calgary uh, says, how about a blockbuster? Markstrom, Hannafin, and Tanev for Nylander and another D prospect. Well, the one thing I would say about that, Jose, is uh, I don't think you're getting William Nylander out of uh, Toronto anytime soon. If you're listening to the insiders, the Freedmans of the world, uh, Nick Kiprios on Kipper and Bourne, uh, it sure sounds like we are days away from William Nylander getting a hefty, hefty payday from Brad Treliving, who's not going to go down the Johnny Gaudreau situation uh, with William Nylander in Toronto. That sounds like it's closing in on a uh, pretty big extension between those two sides in Toronto. And why wouldn't he? He's outscoring Austin Matthews this season. That's how good, uh, on a points basis, by the way, um, he's outscoring Austin Matthews. So, yeah, I, I would think that it makes sense for Toronto to get that done. So I think we can kind of, eventually cross off the Nylander as an option in any potential Toronto play. Uh, this one last up, Rob from Calgary says, trading Marky would be a no-brainer. Aging goalie who would or should bring back a haul, take advantage of his good play. Those are some of your texts 
at 960-960. Appreciate everybody chiming in on the topic. Jacob Markstrom expected to get the start tonight for the Flames. He is 4-2 and two in his last six games with a 185 goals against and a 936 save percentage since returning from that finger injury. It's the Flames, 16-16-5, a chance to get over the 500 mark, taking on the 21-16-1 Nashville Predators, who sit in the top wildcard spot in the Western Conference as play begins on this Thursday. For our outstanding guest today, Adnan Verk, who joined us down the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Uh, thank you to him. Thank you for listening. Or if you sent us a text today, appreciate you. If you listened on the podcast, uh, appreciate that as well. And a big thank you to my outstanding producers, Cam and Taylor, for their great work on this Thursday. We will be back on Friday to close out the week. We will have lots of reaction from the Flames and the Nashville Predators. We'll also check in ahead of Week 18 in the NFL with our pal Matt Marchese from the Fan Checkdown. He's going to join us to get you set for the finale uh, final week of the regular season in the NFL. Still lots to be decided. Five playoff spots still up for grabs in the NFL, including a couple division crowns that still have to be decided. So looking forward to chatting with Maddie on a Friday. Have yourself a great rest of your evening. Enjoy your evening. Enjoy the Flames and the Predators. We'll check back in with you tomorrow here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan.